What's up everyone? Welcome to the show. We are doing a Physio Monday on Tuesday today. It's actually Monday over in the United States and the rest of the world. We're in the time warp in Australia. But today we're going to be answering your questions, all things physio related. So get them in and uh, stick around. What's up everyone? In case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I am joined by Phil White, our resident physiotherapist. We are Unity Gym and the Unify Movement System, where we make driven people strong, flexible, and athletic. If you want to know how we do that, grab one of our free blueprints. We have the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, and the Nutrition Blueprint. There's some really valuable information there for you guys if you want to get started and understand our philosophies and uh, how we do things. And uh, you can download it by uh, clicking on one of the links in the YouTube description if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast, just check it out in the comments. And uh, yeah, um, come and join our the rabbit hole, which is the Unify Movement System. And also come and uh, join the private Facebook group, the UMS Movement Mastermind. Search Facebook for it. That's where we record these podcasts live and answer your questions. It's free to join and a great resource for all of you. How are you, Phil? Very well. Um, yeah, Zany on the front seats this week because uh, Yanni's uh, out of action today. And also we're doing this uh, Physio Tuesday, which is just totally out of the ordinary. But we had a public holiday <laughs> here, here on Monday. Woo! So, um, yeah, this, yep. is, this is our four-day week. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, it. So for everyone who missed out on the uh, show on the podcast yesterday, that is why. Yeah, having a nice time. Yep, yep. It's funny. Um, <laughs> we always, whenever we have a have a public holiday or a day off, or even on the weekends, there's always um, one or two emails of people getting a little bit antsy that we haven't responded to them, you know, in yeah. a timely manner. And we'd like to remind you that we have lives uh, outside of work. We have families, and uh, when public holidays come around, we too like to take a little bit of a break. <laughs> that's so that's why we didn't. And I was still at the gym yesterday. We um, we actually do offer one class a day on a public holiday at Unity Gym, which I taught yesterday. Richard and Yanni um, had the day off because I had the day off on Friday. And uh, so we still did that, but yeah, anyway, that's why we're in here on Monday. And um, that, sorry, on Tuesday doing our Monday's show. So we're doing Physio Monday today. And um, we've, yeah, got, we've a got a couple of little questions uh, here, but today's a really good opportunity if you do have uh, questions on the, and you're tuned in live to jump on and get them answered because yep. we'll probably have um, a little bit of time to get to them. So yeah, we're going to get this show done uh, probably at a, within the next 15 minutes so that we can jump over to the UMS online coaching group uh, and provide those folks that are in there with some uh, some specific coaching. So uh, get, your, get your physio questions in now. And even if you don't have any physio questions, just give us a little hi. I'm watching from wherever you're watching from in the world so we can give you a shout out. I can see we've got a bunch of people on the live yep. stream. And do remember if you are um, putting questions up which are injury or physio um, related on the um, Facebook group to just tag my name, so Phil White in it so I can find them nice and easily. Yeah, all right, let's go Phil, what do we got? Uh, so we'll get into, um, there's two that are kind of related to uh, back pain today which is nice when they're sort of on theme. We'll start with Becca Perry's who um, I did say we'd get to the week before last, but we had a lot of a lot of questions in. So we'll get to Becky today, who's uh, on actually posted on the online coaching group, which is the yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys all know what the online coaching is by now. Um, so she said, "I've been dealing with upper back pain for years. I went to a PT about it um, about a year ago. He told me my thoracic rotation was very limited. So Becky's American, right? So the PT would be a physical therapist, so physio mm -hmm. um, in Australia. Uh, we call 
personal trainers, PTs here, so that's the confusion. Um, what would be a do good dosage for thoracic rotation exercise to see improvement in my range of motion? I can't seem to beat this upper back pain slash ache. Um, so just at the beginning of all physio Monday slash Tuesday slash Friday <laughs> shows, uh, like to make sure that remember this is a like information general kind of education session, not a specific one-on-one -on -one, uh, treatment. So do keep in mind that um, yeah, this is general advice. Really, like I like to give people questions that they can ask their own um, you know healthcare pra practitioners. But yeah, um, yeah, you definitely need to do a online consultation with me if you want more specifics. But um, with upper back pain and, and thoracic rotation exercises, I mean, ro rotation limitations is probably one of the most common things in modern society, really. Mm. So like, that's that's the inability to rotate left yeah, and right, so, is it? Yeah. So with your back, with your spine, you've got your lumbar spine. Uh, well, you've got your sacrum, which is like kind of the right where your, um, your pelvis attaches into your spine at the bottom. You've got your lumbar spine, which is the lower five vertebra. And then you've got uh, 12 vertebra um, between... Uh, until your neck, which are your thoracic um, vertebrae. Are they, is the thoracic spine, do all 12 of the thoracic spine vertebrae have ribs connecting to them or not? The yeah, you have 12 ribs. Yeah, yeah and, and each each of the 12 ribs connects to one of the thoracic vertebrae, is that correct? No. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yes. Like you've got uh, basically, you've got different types of ribs and, but yeah, you have a, a rib from, from each of them, but like yeah. your, um, your T12 and... So, so T12 has a yes. rib connecting to it? Yes, yeah, T12 right? at, at the back has a rib connecting to it, but the T12 and 11 are floating ribs, and then you've got your false ribs um, up until, I think, T5, which are basically, mm -hmm. they start as ribs, and then they turn into cartilage and yeah. connect underneath through your um, your sternum, and then from your sternum, you've got your true ribs, which are the, where they get like a bony attachment from yeah. sternum to rib. So yeah. um, so that's your that's what we're talking about here, and that's your um, thoracic spine, and then if you've heard uh, your cervical spine or C-spine, um, that's your neck, basically. So just to get a How good How many vertebrae in the cervical? S seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven. And so generally it's a, a, to kind of <coughs> orient yourself, like the one that sticks out the most, the big um, kind of bumpy one there is um, is the is C7. So C7. Kind of anything so up from there yeah. is... Yeah, is um, the, the neck. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And so the different parts of the spine have different um, kind of movements that they like and different movements that they uh, will generally struggle with. And with the thoracic spine, um, often kind of rotation... Uh, like it's a it, rotation's a really important thing in the uh, upper back, but because of how in one life we use our bodies most of the time, rotation is definitely a limiting factor for a lot of people because um, the way that uh, you know we spend our days is generally hunched over a computer, and then in our downtime it's hunched over a phone or driving mm -hmm. um, or on the couch and or reading. So all of these activities where basically we go into this um, you know uh, pretty curled over position, our shouldered blades get. Um, more and more protracted, our pecs get tighter from basically a lack of movement variability. Um, and so basically when you get stuck in that sort of position, it then becomes much harder uh, to rotate. So it's a really common thing that um, I see and, and when doing the uh, movement tests for um, here at um, UMS doing things like the uh, overhead squat, the thoracic extension mm -hmm. um, is, is often one of the things that's Really, really people, challenging. people yeah. struggle with. So we spend a lot yeah. of time here at Unity with um, the foam roller, um, thoracic extensions, and the um, pec stretches to really try and open up and get mm -hmm. a bit more movement through the thoracic. So, 
yeah, it's a very common issue, Becca. So you're definitely <laughs> um, definitely not, not alone. Yeah. Yeah, and so and her question was about how much dosage is right. Yeah, is so basically answer? asking um, that how much yeah rotation she should be doing. So the thing to keep in mind is um, looking at the movement that is limited is not always the way that the then like doing more of that movement is not necessarily how you yeah, facilitate definitely. that movement, particularly when it comes to something like your um, thoracic spine where you've kind of got a lot going on with, uh, you know, shoulder posture will really um, impact it. And um, yeah, basically also like flexion and extension ability will, will also really impact it. So definitely a good idea to um, work the rotation and, and with the UMS warm up, like you've got the, the squats with the um, elbow lifts uh, mm -hmm. are working on rotation, mm -hmm. so you do get a little bit day to day. Also, the spinal mobility um, mm -hmm. stuff is gold for um, just adding in combination movement. So that's mm -hmm. a combination of with the spine, you can go uh, flexion extension, lateral flexion to either side, and then rotation. Mm -hmm. um, so doing the spinal mobility is a great way of um, you know getting a good kind of combination movement. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. there's a good bit of dosage if you can get that in there, and then where thoracic rotation gets a bit uh, interesting is there's a, I don't know, there's a few schools of thought on rotation. We have talked about this before in the shows uh, with some people saying your spine doesn't like like rotation if you do too much of it and so therefore you shouldn't train rotation exercises. Um, but I think that kind of is a, particularly with the thoracic, less of a, uh, a bit less controversial, but also I don't understand why people treat like one movement totally mm. differently to to everything else in the body. Everything yeah. else, and, and like sense, so the, the studies that everything this is all based off. I won't go too deep into the weeds. Is basically looking at with a with cadavers, so dead bodies, and then mm. they just kept on wrenching their spine into rotation. Yeah, yeah, and then, until the bust and then the discs yeah. gave out, and it's yeah. like, yeah, well, that's not how human bodies no, work. It's we not. have yeah, yeah. regenerative processes. That's and, exactly and right. And we yeah. think about loading principles. Um, so long story short, Becca, I think one of the best things you can do is keep on like with the way that the UMS program is set up. It's all about trying to um, give each body system the best, um, you know, like exposure to all of its main movements. So um, really double down on the leg strengthening days on your upper body mobility because it's very easy sometimes to get focused on the strength and then maybe not put as much into your upper body mobility. So mm -hmm. plenty of that pec stretching. I'd even like the release stuff can be good, but I'd, I'd even kind of go more mm -hmm. back active mobility mm -hmm. and start, um, you know, uh, really doubling down on that uh, active mobility where you're looking at chest opening and, and extension as well. Yeah. Um, and then for thoracic uh, rotation exercise, I think generally the way to go is um, when you're actually going through the rotation to do that, um, you can do unweighted exercise. So like that, the squat rotations mm -hmm. or the ones where you reach, you're in four point kneeling and you reach yeah. under your arms or um, the open book or archer stretches on your back, which you can look up. Yeah. Um, but then with strengthening, doing some anti-rotation is a really nice way to go about it. So yeah. um, like a Paloff press, yeah. P-A-L-L-O-F yeah. press. Yep, that's in the UMS as well, the Paloff Press, um, yeah. the, in the progressions program for those of you that have access to it. The, um, my, my two cents on that one as well, everything that Phil said, um, clearly I uh, agree with and I wouldn't very rarely ever debate Phil on anything to do with um, physio and rehabilitation or anything like that. But the only thing I would say as well, Becca, is what I find personally, I like to just a couple of times a day um, if you're watching live to, to actually just actively rotate my spine. So I'll just 
like I, I stopped talking there because I was turning away <laughs> from the microphone, but I'm basically just, for those of you listening on the podcast, I'm turning my head and shoulders as far as they'll go from left to right, not fast at all, but what I'm basically trying to do is once I've turned as far as I can go, I'm trying to go just another inch if I can, whilst I'm keeping my hips facing forward. Um, and I find that to be a really nice, gentle uh, thing to do. And, and my two cents on it, you know, to go back to your question, how much um, should I do it? If it's active mobility, like almost anything in the spine mobility masterclass or in the UMS warm up that isn't the Jefferson curl, like it, that isn't the loaded stuff, it's like saying, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a likeness, but forget it. It's not really relevant. I, I, I think you, you just can't do too much of it, really. Like, you know, to, to move you, like we, I think the, the danger is more what's the least amount I should do rather than what's too much, you know, because we sit down for so much of our time. And I love Phil's um, saying, what's the best posture for you? Well, the best posture is the next posture. So just this idea of if you've been sitting down for ages, get up, do some rotation, do some lateral flexion, do a couple of spinal waves. Like for me, those are the biggest things that I do. When I get up and stand up out of a seat, I do, it, I do some mobility for my hip flexors. I try and bring my hips into extension because they've been stuck in flexion for so long. And I just do a little bit of spine mobility and even bring my shoulders up into, into flexion like that. Um, just to try and combat all of the uh, like this and just a little bit of it whenever you think of it is, is awesome I think yeah exactly like it's all about that movement variability and talking about why this is such a big plague on modern life is because of you know how we spend most of our day so if you can spend more of your day uh, with movement variability changing um, you know how you're actually moving and getting into different positions mm -hmm. and you're going to be a whole lot um, better off but yeah with all this I guess with our approach to flexibility and mobility and strength like we always talk about um, if you're really you know, pushing, so with the power off press, for example, like you do that in a, um, in a way where you'll get, uh, you know, 72 hours between exercises and then with the kind of low level mobility stuff, then, you know, the more of that, the better, but just make sure you're getting a bit in every day. Yep. Yep. All right. Who's next? Phil, and Michael. Well, Diane Norbury's just um, tuned in and g'day to Lee Clements as well. Um, yeah, and hey she's guys. saying chest opening exercises with foam roller uh, really helped my thoracic mobility for weightlifting. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, and with the foam roller, like I think there's a two kind of main ones that people will do where you either go vertical on your spine and do like a, a pec stretch chest opening, or mm -hmm. you go horizontal on your spine and then go segmentally mm -hmm. up each segment and get um, a bit of rotation in each. So yeah, yep. really good tool there. Yeah. Um, so the other um, one we're going to is Michael Hunter um, on the Movement Mastermind group, who is has a question about um, Basically, his lower back. So he said, uh, recovering from hip, lumbar, um, lumbar slash SI uh, joint. So SI joint is the sacroiliac joint. So again, that's where the sacrum attaches, which is the um, part of your spine that attaches to your pelvis attaches. Um, issue which has been aggravated by both yoga and weightlifting in the past. We'll see a PT, um, so physical therapist, again today. Um, okay, to go for the 18-minute uh, routine on sale, or do you recommend the hip and back rehab instead? What's the main difference? Looking forward to prevent future reoccurrences as each time it happens, I lose a month or more of progress. So maybe, uh, Rad, do you wanna jump in and first talk about the differences between the programs? Yes, absolutely. I was trying to find Becca's um, uh, question just then. Uh, I've already posted the link. Yeah, right, so okay, yeah. okay. 
So talking about the difference between the 18-minute routine that's on sale or the hip and back rehab, yes. they're, they're totally different programs. Um, so the 18-minute uh, mobility routine is a daily mobility routine that is best done either at the end of your workout as a cool down or as a standalone routine to keep your body moving on days that you're not training. Or just even if you feel like you want to get up and do um, you know, a quick bit of uh, mobility to keep your body moving like what we just described. The hip and back rehab uh, program is designed to strengthen and condition the hips and the lower back. And the reason why it's the hip and back, it's, it's just the nature of the hip uh, strengthening exercises that are in that hip and back rehab program, they really help with the lower back as well. Um, you know, one of the one of the go-to things to, to alleviate chronic lower back pain is you know, uh, glute strengthening exercises and, and things like that. So, um, you know, recovering from a, a hip lumbar SI joint issue, issue which has been aggravated uh, by both yoga and weightlifting in the past, um, I would definitely go for the hip and lower back rehab program if you were going to choose one or the other. Um, the yeah, the, so the thing that I really want to talk about here is like generally why things have started and, and you're looking at the activities that have hurt you in the past, it's been yoga and weightlifting. So uh, with yoga, obviously, it, it's all about, um, you know, into e extremes of range of motion. So you're really pushing to uh, end range. And with weightlifting, um, it's kind of fairly ballistic movement. And I'm not sure about your training history, Michael, but, um, you know, you might be have done weightlifting for a long time, but often it's a really challenging ex um you know, exercise modality to, for people to get into because it just is so technically difficult. And mm -hmm. especially once you start adding weight, like everything mm -hmm. becomes kind of <laughs> harder and, uh, you know, yeah. higher and higher risk. So it, it like with um, most injuries, they come from either a like, you know, uh, a load management issue or a basically not being able to um, deal with the end range movement. And so I think the thing to think about with both yoga and weightlifting is, is generally you're getting to f like with weightlifting, um, if you are, I guess you should clarify here if you're talking about Olympic weightlifting or just general gym training, because if you're just on weight machines then that's a very different story, but I'm going to assume that you're talking about uh, Olympic weightlifting here. Um, and yeah, basically like if you're getting down into um, an explosive bottom of a squat to do a, a clean or a, or a snatch, then um, controlling that end of range is really challenging. And that's often where um, people do get aggravated by um, hip and uh, hip lumbar spine and SI joint pains. So uh, I guess the, the thing to think about again is as we've talked about a lot with um, people kind of get the idea with yoga and intense stretching that that's somehow magically therapeutic and will loosen everything up and make um, everything work better. But when you think about what the back likes is it's um, it likes to be strong and stable. So uh, I definitely recommend getting on that um, uh, hip and back rehab program as a way of, of building in, um, you know, general strength around uh, that hip and hip and lower back. But also the really key thing there is to also be very good about technique when you're doing um, your squats and deadlifts, which are the best rehab exercise you can do if you do them well. But so often people just uh, lack a bit of um, kind of good technique around those big lifts. And therefore, if you get a bit of um, technique wrong, as well as getting you know your loading parameters wrong, then that's where injury happens. So uh, I would rec definitely recommend um, getting some you know posting some videos with the exercises that generally are challenging for you and get some feedback on it. And if you're on the online coaching group, you can get a whole lot of feedback. Um, but 
uh, yeah, I'd, I'd still say take the strength route, strengthen within a range that is comfortable and easy for you, and then start to build out that range. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree more, and so much of my opinion on this has come from working so closely to Phil, but I'm gonna take a moment to say this uh, and give it a little bit of a shameless or shameful plug because we did extend the offer for the UMS online coaching free trial by a week, and the this is the last opportunity to get that program um, where you get access to all of this. So if you did that, you'd actually get both those programs in it. Um, and I think, I, I can't remember if we finished that offer today or on last weekend that just passed. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's finished. But um, yeah, that'd be um, phenomenal for you, mate, because you'd be able to get access to both those programs and you can ask us more specific um, Yeah, particularly in the, like for you, I'd really be keen to see your technique because usually when people kind of aggravate those structures, it is a lack of, controlled in technique under yeah. under load so um yeah if you can get on that and get on the online coaching calls which we do yeah. uh, which we're about we're to do right now about to do then yeah. that would be um probably the way to go yeah so but we but are I'm really glad to see you're working with a with someone yeah um, and yeah just make sure they're giving you a nice active approach and not signing up for years of acupuncture yeah 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 <laughs> that's it all right guys thanks so much for tuning in for those of you that are in the ums online coaching group come and join us right now where we're going to go live and give you some specific coaching and help acupuncture could be replaced there by any passive modality yeah, yeah. just to be clear <laughs> <laughs> all right guys have a great day we'll see you tomorrow health is about performance not just body image you better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.